Hello, and welcome back to The Pattern, a podcast dedicated to mastering fatherhood. I think today's topic is one that, if not handled correctly, can make things difficult for both you and your child. So I think it's worth your time if you give it a listen. First, let's paint a picture. You're at the playground, and your kid is just kind of in their own world and accidentally hits another child. The other kid starts wailing and crying and your kid notices, but just kind of continues doing what they were doing. Now the other parent notices this, they saw your kid do it, and we know at this juncture things could go a number of different ways. I would say one of the worst case scenarios is that the other parent engages with your kid. Now this is bad because it's unpredictable and no one really likes seeing another parent lecture or discipline their child. Another not so great situation would be the other parent goes to talk to their kid and that's to kind of interpret what happened with your kid. If this is a stranger you'll never have to see again, it's not really a huge deal, but you don't want to be labeled as the parent with the maniac kid who hurts everyone and doesn't care. It's not good for developing friends, and it's not good for getting invited to stuff. And you don't want your child to, you know, suffer socially because of these perfectly harmless things. So you see this happen, or you kind of see it happen under the corner of your eye. And a really common way to respond to this would be to say, hey kid, go say sorry to him, you knocked him over. That is not the best move. I've been through this dynamic many times and I've definitely told kids to do that before I knew better. I saw a lot of superficial, inauthentic sorries, and it's not a real apology. And whether you think your child really needs to apologize here or not, it doesn't really matter. We're thinking big picture and we're trying to help our children become good citizens of earth, right? So if you were on your phone and you bumped into a person on the sidewalk and they fell down, you'd probably stop and check in with them and be generally concerned if you're not a psychopath. We're trying to build towards that with our children. So here's what you do. You see the hit or the bump or whatever went down and you get your kid's attention. Now, how you do that depends on you and your kid. If you can call your kid over to you and they'll come, you should do that. If you need to walk over to your child to get them, you should do that. Whatever you need to do, again, it's your kid, you know them best. So once you get their attention, you're gonna say, hey buddy, I noticed you accidentally roundhouse kicked that other kid in the stomach when you were practicing karate. He looks like he's hurt. Let's go check on him and make sure he's okay. So then you, with your child, you walk over to the kid who's been roundhouse kicked or stone cold stunned or whatever happened, and then you kneel down with your kid right next to you and you say, hey buddy, I'm sorry that, you know, my kid kicked you. That must have hurt. Are you okay? Can we help you? Now, of course, you'll tweak the language to make it authentically your own, but what we're doing here is we're modeling genuine care. And whether you're 5 or 35, just saying sorry doesn't often resolve a problem. You probably know this from your adult relationships. And you need to be willing to make something right if it goes wrong, and that's part of the authentic piece. And I think this is the best approach for a few reasons. First, you diffuse the tension between you and the other parent, and you avoid the reputation as the tone-deaf dad who can't manage his kid. And I think for a lot of dads, we're all one instance away from being like the dad who can't manage their kid, right? And then secondly, you make an opportunity to model desired behavior for your child. It's a teachable moment. And you are building the idea that you are someone to look to when challenging situations arise. And we talk a lot on the pattern about guiding and leading as the two central responsibilities of a father, and you can do both here. So it's a great opportunity. So as you're doing this with your child, 
you'll want to know if these lessons are sticking and you can assess that in a few different ways. First, you can ask your child in a non-stimulating environment, what do we do if we hurt someone? And if the answer includes something to the effect of, we check on them to see if we can help, then you know you're on the right track. If you don't get that, you might need more reps or you might need to narrate more clearly what's going on in these incidents. I know you were just playing, but you hit him in the neck with your nunchucks and he's crying. That means that you hurt him, and when we hurt people, we need to apologize and go check to see if we can help them. That's an example of like a more detailed narration. Kids definitely internalize these messages. So I was a teacher for a long time, and hundreds of kids have said to me something that started with, my dad told me, so trust me, they're listening, and the things that you say stick in their mind whether you know it or not. Whether or not your kids' teachers like them matters, and I can tell you that no one who cares for children likes the empty apologies kid. And when you have five or 10 or 20 children you're in charge of, teaching these deeper lessons is hard, so it's your work to do at home. And if this stuff doesn't get resolved, and when kids get to that sort of like angsty, late elementary, middle school phase, it's really hard to get them to authentically care when they've created harm or damage. So you wanna start this early because if you don't, it's gonna be a headache for you and it's gonna create a lot of challenges for your child going forward. Now, to be clear, this is very gradual and it can be challenging because young kids are often very egocentric, but it's really important work and it's good practice for you as you help your child develop a set of values and skills that will serve them for the rest of their lives. All right, I think that's enough for today. Thanks for listening. I'm Jeremy, and this is The Pattern.